When you're living in a toxic relationship, whether you're with someone that has cheated on you, has lied, has gaslit, has manipulated you, there begins to grow this aspect and this concept of not being good enough, of not knowing what is next, of not being allowed to do different things, of not being able to touch the finances, of being able to go to the store, of being able to hang out with friends, of being able to interact with the kids or do things that you need to. And oftentimes this dynamic and this back and forth, this cognitive dissonance that develops between someone saying they love you, but they're financially abusing you, someone saying they care for you, but they're screaming at you, and like back and forth produces this giant confusion, produces this giant fog that you're like, I don't understand what's going on. And oftentimes what develops during that is aspects of worry, of being scared, of being fearful, that drives people to a place of not being willing or not being able to change their mindset, to be able to adjust, to be able to get out of that situation. And as a result, they stay stuck. And they stay stuck in that relationship longer than they want to be. They stay stuck and do things that they would never dream of doing or put up with behaviors and actions that they would never otherwise tolerate. But in those moments, a lot of times there's an underlying aspect of fear. A fear of the future, fear of the lashback, fear of the yelling, fear of so many different things that keeps that person stuck in that relationship. And then as a person sees that, identifies it, maybe they research stuff, maybe they do coaching or therapy or whatever, that they, they start to realize and unlock their mind of like, hey, something's actually going on. Let me check this out. They realize I'm in an abusive relationship. I need to get out. And they get out. They get to the place where they finally are able to go <clears throat> no contact. They're able to separate from that person, from that toxic person that's impacting and influencing them every single day. They cut those ties and they're like, hey, now I can live free. And most people think that they're free the first moment. And that wave of relief kind of washes over them as they get to the place of saying like, hey, I'm actually free now. I'm able to live my life and I don't have to be afraid of them anymore. But then the next day comes, and the next day, and there starts to be this doubt, and there starts to be this worry, and there starts to be these thoughts that go through your head of, did I do something wrong? What happened? Maybe I could have done something better. Maybe I'm the toxic person. Maybe, and all these thoughts start coming in, and then people get to the place where they get locked up, and they stop their progression forward. They stop moving towards being healed, happy, and healthy, and they start holding on to the past, or they start holding on to a thought or an idea. When I work with people one-on-one, -on -one, I help them change that thought, change that idea that pulls them back to the narcissistic person, that, that controls their mindset and their perception that makes them think maybe it wasn't as bad as what it actually was. Maybe it was my fault and I need to go back and work harder to make it better. And as I'm working with people, there's an overwhelming thought of as they get out of the relationship, as they break free from the trauma bond, as they start to detox from the narcissist, there's an aspect that self-confidence has been greatly lowered. Self-esteem has been almost destroyed. And they get to a place where they're starting to experience on a day-to-day -day basis the aspect of fear. 
Fear is a really interesting topic. And I want to touch base with you today on this. And we're touching base on a book that I started for the month of May. Uh, I've got to hurry and read it because I'm only about uh, a fourth of the way through. But here we go. Motivation Manifesto, Nine Declarations to Claim Your Personal Power by Brenda Bichard. Now, I want to be able to use some of this to tell you guys out there to claim your personal power back. But we're going to talk about fear first because that's one of the things that slows us down, right? It's a different aspect and different thought on fear that I want to share. Okay. Fear is the human motive of aversion. Fear doesn't help us commit to higher aims. doesn't help us imagine greatness. Its sole aim is immediate release from threat, strain, or pain. It often becomes a by-all-means-necessary approach to controlling any given situation so that the body, but most often the ego, can feel safe and unchallenged. Fear was given to us as a motive to avoid physical harm and death. That is, we're the ones who perverted it into a tool for the ego's protection. Almost all the fear we experience today has nothing to do with physical threat. We have taken this impulse for safety and bastardized it into ego-driven desires to feel more emotionally comfortable. We've hacked its short-term nature into long-term tool to avoid difficult circumstances in order to satiate our base desires for approval. Fear has become a crutch for emotional weakness. And as with all crutches, we shall fall slave to it, to its use, unless we, unless we once more condition our strength. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So as you're getting out of a relationship, what I'm talking about here is the idea of conditioning your strength and of learning and of acknowledging what that fear has played in your life, what role that fear has in you as you look back and as you start to doubt yourself, as you start to doubt who you are or the worth you have or anything like that. Most people do not like to discuss fear because it inevitably exposes the ugly truth that we are more often fleeing from ourselves than from actual danger. The modern worries that we succumb to are simply byproducts of our own misuse of this primitive motion motive. Almost all fear we experience today and its result, cowardly thinking and behavior is just imagined and social imagined social drama created by unchecked mental impulses and conditionings. We are afraid of being rejected, isolated, or abandoned, not typically of being eaten alive. And those kinds of social fears can be overcome by willful practice. Examples. When someone says, I'm fearful of public speaking, they do not mean that they're worried someone in the audience is going to attack them physically. Rather, they mean they are afraid of failure. Their issue is a challenge, not of the real safety, but of emotional comfort. If they were speaking more accurately, they would say, I'm afraid of how I will feel emotionally and whether I will live up to my expectations of myself and the expectations of those who put me on stage. I'm afraid of how I will look. I'm afraid that I might not do well. 
I'm afraid that I will lose my place or draw a blank. I'm afraid I will not be respected. Notice the order of these comments. It is not fear is running me. It is I am afraid. The I is leading the way, and oftentimes the ego is in charge. Naturally, we all struggle with self-expression. We all want to do our best. We would love the power to be ourselves on the world stage at all times. Our great challenge is that an unconditioned mind, fear is louder and more intense and immediate than our desire for self-mastery or contribution to others. Fear steals thunder from the more noble drive to ascend to our highest self and make our greatest difference. We are more alert to the sound of dogs barking than angels singing. So when you think of it, fear has a big aspect of controlling what you're experiencing, controlling what you see. It limits, like I said, it limits that motive. It limits that drive. It limits your thought process. And so often we get to a spot where we deal in the rut of fear and we're afraid of what's actually going on. We're worrying about what's happening. Maybe of how someone's going to perceive us, how much someone's going to interact with us, what's going to transpire between two things. And as you get out of relationships where you've been beaten down so much, you have a big aspect of worry and of fear going out into the world. And you're not sure, how do I deal with this? What do I do with it? Am I good enough? Will this work? And I want you to take a moment and to start looking inwards and start working on yourself and on your growth. Understanding that it's not fear, like he said, it's not fear of getting up on that stage. It's the fear of failure. It's the fear that someone will make fun of you. And it's the fear that your emotional needs might not be met. Being afraid how I'll look, being afraid that I'll not do well, I'm afraid I'll lose my place, I'll draw a blank, I'm afraid I'll never be respected. How is fear driving you today? And is there an opportunity for you to take back that power and understand, hey, this fear doesn't have to drive me. I'm the person that drives me. On a day-to-day basis of taking back your power and understanding, hey, this is the direction I'm going. This is the person I want to be. And there's going to be people that come into your life that take that and self-sabotage that, but they will not take your soul your purpose, your drive, your goals. So get back to that. Get back to your purpose. Get back to what you're looking at, what you're living, how you want to be, because as you go forward, you're going to be faced with so many different fears, so many different trepidations that come at you, whether that's from other people, from other events, but mainly that's attacking in your mind that I want you to think of on a day-to-day basis. How do I work on dealing with the worry of what's going to happen to engage my whole self to be the best person I can possibly be. That fear is something that will sideline you every time if you're not careful. I work with people to help them change the story that's in their mind, help them change the fear that they're going through, help them rewire their thought process, detox from a toxic person. I work with people every single day to find them healing, growth, and change. And I hope I can do that with you sometime. 
if you're around sometime, Wednesday nights we're on here doing question and answers either on my channel or on Lee Mental Healness channel. I'm on here on Thursday nights as well, 9 to 10, uh, 9 to 11 p.m. Um, Eastern time to be able to answer questions. You can click the link in my bio and be able to talk to me one-on-one, -on -one, answer some questions, anything like that. would love to be able to work with you because that's where we're here to try to help you grow to the next level. Hey, I hope you've enjoyed these episodes. I love interacting with different people. If you're interested, reach out to me sometime through my website, Raw Motivations. Would love to interact with you. Either send us a message there, uh, schedule one-on-one -on -one so I can talk to you and try to work with you through whatever whatever you're going through on life. You know, Whether that's a relationship, uh, narcissism, uh, whether that's just life trying to get from one step to the other and trying to figure out how do I break out of this mind fog of what's going on. Would love to talk to you more. We'd love to see you guys reach out and comment and like on different things. We've got Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We'd love to see interactions there. And as you're listening to this, like go ahead and rate us. Give us a couple of ratings just to help promote this message to other people so other people can have positivity in their lives as we're trying to grow, change, and help other people find that awareness as well.